Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Self. My name's Amanda Tran. I am so happy to be back recording again. As you can tell, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling rested. So we have an episode on rest versus recovery this week. If you caught my no episode episode last week, you would have seen and known that I decided I needed to take a week off recording. I knew that I was on the verge of burnout and again, making good choices for myself. I really, really didn't want to, but I knew that the best call was to give myself a break across a few different projects and spend some of my time resting, which is partly what has inspired the topic of today's episode, rest versus recovery. Now, some of you might know I'm currently in Japan. And if you've been anywhere in winter before, you know that phones die very quickly in the cold. And actually, funnily enough, For me in winter, this is just the most hectic time of balancing, of of finding balance, I suppose. Um, It's, yeah, this is maybe like the third or fourth time I've mentioned how busy I am. And, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bore you with the details of all of that, but it is a very hectic time. And, you know, as I mentioned, I felt that I was on the verge of burnout. So topic for next week's episode, perhaps. Um, But anyway, so iPhones die pretty quickly here. And when I think about my phone, and I'm someone who has had an iPhone for many, many years, I know that my battery life can be sustained sometimes. Obviously, if if you're really doing nothing, the battery doesn't deplete or it depletes like really, really slowly. Uh, Or it depletes pretty quickly when, you know, I'm on YouTube loads or on video calls. Um, And then sometimes it'll just ride out that 1% for hours and hours. And I mean, it's probably a bit of a cheesy metaphor and analogy to be using but I think it's also the same for us as people right we have a limited capacity and see it as a battery if you will and I was thinking about this for myself about what activities or people tasks things in my day-to-day but also just ongoingly what What are these things that tend to drain me more or less? And then what are the things that, you know, don't deplete my battery so much? And then what are the things that charge my battery, right? So we're talking about rest versus recovery. And there is a big difference. A lot of the time people will just tell you, you know, when when you're feeling pretty burnt out or nearing uh, nearing burnout, well, you need to rest. And I have been sick for the past couple of weeks. Thankfully, I have recovered. A part of that was, of course, like resting. Um, But yeah, we, we will often say, oh, you just need to rest. And I guess I wanted to dive into, first of all, what does rest look like? But what does it really mean? And how does it differ from us recovering? So rest is 
you not using your phone essentially, right? So that battery not necessarily being used and depleted of its charge, but that doesn't mean that you're actually recharging it. So recovery, on the other hand, is where you actually recharge your batteries. And when we're resting, that can be, you know, sometimes sitting there doing nothing, watching Netflix, whatever. And that might be something that just allows you to stay in this state of, you know, I'm at kind of 50% or lower, you know, I've got 20% left in, in me. I'm feeling pretty low. But if we were just to do that all the time, if we were to rest, if we weren't to sleep, for example, and give ourselves and our body a chance to properly recover and recharge, well, then at some point that also depletes your battery. So rest in itself is not enough to fully recover. And then, of course, you, I mean, we need, we need rest and, and we can get into that, but recovery is really the time for your mind and your body to, to actually recharge. And sometimes, you know, kind of like if you don't have enough time to leave your phone plugged in to get to a hundred percent, sometimes recharging ourselves, we might not even get to there either we recharge for a little bit. We do the things, whatever it is for you that recharge us, that start to charge our batteries again. Maybe we don't do enough of it. So we never really bring ourselves back up to that hundred percent where we're feeling full and ready to go forth and do all the things that we want to do. And, you know, and that's okay. Um, I think it's important to find balance between doing all these things that really take take our charge away that kind of run our batteries down balancing that with adequate rest for the times when we kind of need to just chill out and not let our batteries drain and then recharging now of course in an ideal world we want to be completely recharged to a hundred percent maybe each and every single day I think that would be great um but we don't always get the opportunity to do that and recharging as well doesn't always just look like sleep. I think sleep is a fundamentally important aspect of recharging. And if you're not someone who gets excellent sleep, I highly recommend that you listen to Huberman Lab. Um, Andrew Huberman is one of, well, Huberman Lab is the podcast that I listen to most. And he is a great speaker on many things, but particularly he loves sleep just as much as I do. And uh, he speaks a lot on this and into the science of sleep and stuff. So I'm not going to get into that. That's, yeah, not not what we're here to do, but I do recommend it for you if you haven't listened to any of those. I'm going to tag that in the show notes so that you go and listen because, yeah, he's awesome and the show is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, sleep is a part of recharging, but we each have our own different, you know, activities, tools, people perhaps who also help to recharge us. And I think an important thing to remember is what may deplete you might recharge someone else. And conversely, something that might deplete others might be something that recharges you. So it's really about being aware and knowing yourself and finding the tools, the activities, the people and knowing which category they fall under. Now, 
I mean, when I say that, I'm thinking, oh, that sounds a bit harsh. But yeah, some, you know, I have found that there are some relationships that are a bit more draining than others. And that's okay. You know, it's not, it's not a fault or anything. It's just sometimes um, I think we've got certain people who, you know, what I picture is just like a big breath of fresh air. And I've got a couple of my friends who every time I spend time with them, it is so easy, natural, and I always feel like my cup gets filled. They are people who really help me to feel more recharged after I spend time with them, which is an awesome thing. And that's, you know, partly why they're some of my, my best friends. Um, and then I've got some other relationships with people who I love very dearly and there's just a bit more energy and effort and, you know, that iPhone battery gets used up a little bit more in those interactions and that's okay because I'm aware of that. I also then make sure I have practices in place and I kind of shape my day around it. So if I know that I'm spending quite a lot of time with, you know, certain people who I will feel a bit more drained by, I will then give myself a bit of time afterwards, adequate time to rest, you know, where my batteries aren't being depleted and adequate time to recharge. So we have three categories there, the stuff that drains the batteries, the stuff that doesn't, and the stuff that recharges it. Now, like I said, you know, it's important for us to find what that is for each of us because knowledge is power. And by really knowing what it is that drains you, you can make decisions around your day and decisions around how you best spend your time. If you know that you're going out and, you know, well, you, me, let's say I know I've got a massive day ahead of me. If I'm going snowboarding and then, and I'm driving to a spot an hour away where I have to use Google Maps to get there. I'm going to be snowboarding all day and trying to meet up with people on the mountain. So I know I'm going to be pulling my phone out. Um, I am going to be using Spotify on my drive to the resort, using Spotify on the way home. I'm not going to make it home at some point, like until later that night. And I'm, I don't know, heading out to dinner. So it's like, I've got a whole bunch of things that this day is made up of. And if I want to make sure that I've got access to my phone for an emergency for whatever, by the, before I get home, then I'm probably going to bring my phone charger. And I'm probably going to be a bit more mindful of how often I'm taking my phone out when I'm on the mountain because I know it's cold and every time you pull out your phone, you know, it drains like a few percent of the battery. So that awareness, obviously, the more that I've been using my iPhone, the more I'm familiar with the inner workings of it. I know that every time I get on a video call, it just drains the battery straight away. Um, I know that using Google Maps doesn't use loads. I know that if I turn my Wi-Fi off and Bluetooth off, it saves a bit of the battery. Like, And getting to know ourselves is the exact same thing, right? We should know, ideally, or ought to get to know our inner workings so that we can really identify, hey, what are the things that really drain me? How much does it drain me compared to other things? And it's not so we can judge it or 
you know, be unkind to ourselves for any of those things. It's so that we can be prepared and know, hey, these are the times when I need to bring a phone charger. And then knowing what is it that falls under this category of rest? When do I need to do that? When is it that I need to just pop my phone away for a bit and preserve some of that battery? For me over the past, I don't know, I think I've been here for six or seven weeks now, um, I've really been scheduling in time for rest. And what that looks like for me is um, playing the guitar. I started learning a few months ago and something that obviously uses brain power because I'm not good and I'm learning, but is not something that drains me. It just kind of keeps me there. I get out of my head a bit. It's really nice spending time with myself and just chilling out. I like to um, also, honestly, sometimes just lay there, do nothing, listen to some music, watch TV. So these are those things that don't deplete me and they don't recharge me, but they just kind of keep me there. And that's important to give ourselves some of that time. Um, But of course, you know, the recovery part, that's really what's going to get us back to feeling good in a state where we're able then to give and to show up for other people, to show up for ourselves. So I was thinking a lot, especially in the last two weeks when I've been sick about what is it that I need to recover, to really recharge. And some of that is spending time with people. As I said, there are people who I can spend time with and it just feels like my cup gets filled. Something else that uh, recharges me is hugs, actually, from people who I want hugs from and great sleep, nutrition, so eating, nourishing food, uh, exercise, being outdoors, snowboarding to an extent because obviously it drains me of like physical energy but I also mentally I get a lot from it. So um, it's kind of bit of a catch 22. But yeah, I've got a lot of these things in place that um, I know recharge me. And sometimes it can be hard to find adequate time to fit all of that in. And perhaps a part of that is me feeling like that time could be spent being productive and doing other things. So Last week when I didn't record, uh, well, I tried actually across a few different sessions to record um, and kind of things, like I said, things kept going wrong and so I decided not to in the end. I was absolutely wrecked and I recorded that little clip saying, hey, guys, it's not going to be an episode. And after that, uh, I think I went to bed and watched a TV show. Now, there was definitely a part of me that got really loud and was like, instead of recording a podcast episode, you are laying here watching TV and, um, yeah, I think the that, that part was just getting really critical and I was like, hey, hold on a second. I need time to rest and then I need time to recharge myself because 
what happened was I was just getting down, like battery was depleting. I was down, you know, when your battery goes into that red zone and I, and I, that's what I needed. So I had to give myself permission to go there, even though what felt true for me was that that time could be better spent being productive. And, you know, we live in this society that is so focused on output all of the time that is measuring us on how much we're able to give and to do and how busy we can be. Where ultimately what's important for us in order to really show up, first of all for ourselves and then for other people, is to to really have ourselves filled first. If if your phone is riding on 1% all the time at some point, even if it lasts an hour or two or three, at some point it's going to hit zero, your fo- the phone's going to turn off, right? And then you know when the iPhone turns off and you plug it in, you're going to wait. You're waiting so much longer to turn it back on than if you'd plugged it in at some point while it was still on to recharge. And for me, I guess that's what I've been thinking about a lot is, hey, what is it that you need to recharge to get you back, to get you hopefully back to 100%, but if not, then at least little charges throughout the day, through the week, and trying to extend those charge times as long as I can. So I hope that you know, during this time of the year, I don't know if you guys are as busy and doing as much. Um, If not, awesome. (laughs) If you are, then something I just want to encourage you to do is to consider those three categories, Um, the stuff that drains you, the stuff that doesn't, lets your battery just sit where it is, and the stuff that really recharges you where you can properly recover. And knowing that it's okay to rest, um, but it's so important to really give ourselves adequate time for recovery, to plug in that iPhone while it's still on so that it charges. And I'd love to hear what it is that you do for rest or for recovery, um, what you've learned about yourself perhaps over the past few months or the past year, right? I think what I used to think was rest and recovery for me has shifted a lot the more that I've fine-tuned and gotten to know myself and really listen to my body when it's asked for things. And if that just sounds kind of woo-woo and crazy for you and you're like, what are you talking about? Listen to your body. Then something I would encourage you to do is in the moments when you feel really exhausted or depleted or frustrated, kind of not yourself so much, um, is just take a moment, sit down, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and just tune into yourself and notice any sensations in your body. Notice what's going on, what places feel a bit more tense and just get curious as to where that might be coming from. That's all. And you know, my for me, because I'm a yoga teacher, something that I I always remind my students to do is to listen for the feedback that our body gives. When we feel 
tired in the mind, whatever it is that we feel and we register as conscious thought first shows up in our body somewhere. So when I say listen to your body, I mean, I mean, tune in to what's going on inside. Notice where things are coming from. Notice what it is that your body's asking for. Sometimes it's like, hey, sleep. Sometimes it's like, I need good food. I need, you know, more veggies. I need water. Um, And that is a practice. And I think the more that we're able to to listen and to tune in, then we really get great feedback for the things that we need, things that are rest and the things that properly will recover us and recharge us. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I am so happy to be feeling a lot better. I don't know if you can tell. I'm, yeah, I'm just... I'm just stoked. I'm feeling so much better. I I was waking up having coughing fits and stuff last week. So this is just a massive improvement. And I'm such a believer in being able to make great choices for yourself and and listening to what you need in order to properly recover. So um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I release episodes every Thursday. You can follow me on Instagram. The podcast's handle is at self double underscore podcast. My Instagram is at Amanda Latran. That's L-E-T-R-A-N. And I hope to see you next week. Thanks and have a great week. Bye.